Hi, and welcome back to the Southminster Advent Devotional Podcast. It is Tuesday, January 3rd. My name is Josh Sweeney, Director of Children and Youth Ministries, and it has been a joy having you on this journey with us. We are inching closer to Epiphany Sunday and the Epiphany Feast that we have here at Southminster. And we are so glad um, you are joining us and that you're listening in. And as always, I'm joined with Associate Pastor Reverend Steve Shum. Hey, Steve. Hey, Josh. So good to be here in the new year, 2023. I'm a little bit sad. Getting to the end. Well, getting to the end. Our, our Advent journey is just about over. It's been fun doing this every day, sitting down with different folks, learning uh, about who makes up this community and uh, thinking through uh, another person's lens about the the Christmas holiday and uh, now the new year going towards Epiphany. So this has been uh, this has been great. It's good to be here today. Uh, we are in the week of service. Um uh, we went through our four traditional Advent week themes, uh, and now going towards Epiphany, uh, we had faith and now service, uh, and we have uh, Jenny Miller sitting down with us uh, this morning. Welcome, Jenny. It's good to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. And thinking about service, so Jenny uh, is here at Southminster's about every Sunday, but those who come for worship may not see Jenny unless they have a little one in the nursery, because Jenny uh, works uh, as one of our, our nursery care providers in the nursery. What's your official title? Nursery care worker. All right. Well, <laughs> well Jenny's nursery care uh, coordinator, so she's, coordinator. Over, yeah, she's over the uh, yeah, entire yeah, yeah. program there. Uh, but you've been here at Southminster for quite a while. Do you want to say a little more and introduce yourself to folks who maybe haven't had a chance to talk to you on a Sunday morning because you were in that that special place in the nursery? Sure. Um, I've been here for many years. Um, and coming to Southminster was like um, the end of a long search for a new church home. Um, I immediately felt love and warmth of everybody here uh, welcoming me. And um, I had a bad experience a few years ago at it another church, and I just didn't know if I wanted to continue. Mm. Um, and I you know, always still believed in God, but just the the pressures and things that come with other churches of yeah. things that they think you should do and shouldn't do, but none of that here at Southminster. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've loved it from day one. And we're so glad you're here, Jenny. So glad that you're a part of uh, the Southminster uh, life here at church. Thank you. Uh, and glad that you were willing to to share this uh, Christmas reflection with us. Do you want to go ahead and read the scripture first and then your reflection? And then we could have a conversation about it. Okay. Um, this is Genesis 28 through uh, 15. Genesis 28, 15, excuse me. Know that I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. Um. Christmas has taken on many meanings for me over the years. Being the oldest of five, I, along with my three brothers and one sister, share the excitement of all that embodies the Christmas spirit. The tree, the lights, the carols, the sounds, the smells, and of course, Santa and the presents. I did not like, however, the torture that my parents put us all through 
on Christmas morning every year. Once all five of us were awake, of course, we always woke up before everybody else. The yearly punishment began. Wait till dad gets up. Wait till he goes to the bathroom, puts on the coffee, and starts the Christmas music on our stereo. While all five of us are standing in the hallway, shaking from the excitement and wailing, hurry up, dad, can't you go to the bathroom after we open our presents? Of course, this only made him go slower. To make the situation even worse, we had to line up youngest to oldest. And guess who was in the back of the line? Well, I survived this torture over the years to realize the true meaning of Christmas. As a family, we didn't attend church regularly, but I went with my dad when I was younger. So I knew what Christmas was all about, the Christmas story and all of that. And once all five of us went off our separate ways, Christmas was still pretty wonderful. But that excitement I felt as a child wasn't there. We would all get back together for Christmas and exchange presents with each other. And it was fun seeing the family open their gifts and their and their reactions to their gifts, especially the ones that I bought. Mm. Then Christmas really changed when my niece and nephew were born. And that excitement and everything that I had as a child, um, I kind of lived through with my niece and my nephew. But there was still something missing. Then, in 1978, I became a Presbyterian, and for the first time, I felt the real joy of Christmas, understanding the birth of Jesus and the reason we give and do what we can to help others feel that joy of what Christmas really is. I realized my happiness around this time of year is not about what is given to me, but what I can give back to others. And now, as I reach older adulthood, I have lost several people in my life whom I have loved and cherished, friends and family, who have been a big part of my joy at Christmas. I miss them all more at this time of year, but I know I will be with them again, and my joy for Christmas will be a joy that I will celebrate every day of the year. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Thanks so much for that. You're welcome. Uh, Jenny. One of the things that I thought as you were reading, uh, it just popped into my head. I bet you're a good gift giver. I, I, I know enough about you, Jenny, that you like, <laughs> you'd like you like to take care and, and are meticulous and thoughtful. Uh, I bet you think through what each person would like. Yes. Uh, and is that part of the joy of giving gifts? Then? Oh, yeah. yeah. Seeing, you know, um, the reactions. Oh, my gosh. I was looking at this a week ago and, you know, you remembered and, you know, for family and for friends. So, yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. that's the big kick for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved your reflection. I can definitely um, attest to that, like you know, quote unquote punishment, you know, like, yeah. oh my gosh, let's hurry up. So, um, and it was only my sister and I, so you know, <laughs> adding more um, yeah. could, could be, but I think for me, what I, what stood out and what I would, you know, want to kick around a little bit more is, you know, in 1978, you wrote, then in 1978, I became a Presbyterian. And for the first time yeah. I felt the real joy of Christmas. What was it about that year, about that kind of time in your life? Well, as I said earlier, I'd had a bad experience at another church Mm -hmm. um, that basically um, told me a different story about God and what kind of a God he was, Mm -hmm. which I knew he wasn't. 
But um, I was really kind of confused after that, and I um, I didn't really think about going back going to church as on a regular basis or finding a church home. But I happened to be um, taking an exercise class. Uh, this was in Carlisle, Ohio. Yeah. And uh, it just so happened that the, the gal who was teaching the class was the wife of the Presbyterian pastor at the, um, another church in Carlisle, which was called New Jersey yeah. Presbyterian. Mm-hmm. And um, she invited me to come some Sunday and sit with her. Um, they were, the pre- pastor and his wife were a very vivacious young couple, and they had a little, a little boy, and um, very excited. 